I swear these other podcasts are just a waste of time I'm skipping through them, I'd rather listen and change my mind Wes and Nick always help me through my daily grind Your favorite guys, your favorite lines, change my mind I swear these other podcasts are just a waste of time I'm skipping through them, I'd rather listen and change my mind Wes and Nick always help me through my daily grind Your favorite guys, your favorite lines, change my mind Yeah When we're not rigging the family house with micro machines and paint cans, you can usually find us between two pillows. Those are two pillows. I'm Wesley Sykes. Through the other side of the ether is the Grinch to my Rudolph. It's Mr. Nicholas J. Esquire, snowman for hire. You know what? How dare you? How friggin' dare you call me the Grinch? I will say, if well, you're comparing, the- <laughs> if you're comparing the two of us. I do think Wes gets into the holiday spirit a little bit more than I do. But I could I, I think you're generally more cheery. I think I have mm. maybe more more Grinch ch- tendencies year round. Yes, agreed. A hundred percent. You weren't supposed to agree that fast. Oh, but, I'm so sorry. Um, no, I'm if, not. if you haven't already guessed yet, it's officially holiday season and to kick it off, mm. uh, we're putting together a definitive tier ranking of sixty-one, possibly sixty-one. Who knows? Maybe we'll get to it. Uh, holiday movies because we know we love the tier ranking so much last week you know it was great great stuff mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Uh, sorry yeah sorry I, I i caught up in the uh looking ahead into the intro question so i was a little i just needed to catch my breath i was a little deep in thought there for the moment but yes uh we have it's so it's 61 holiday movies on this tier maker thing but there's a few that look like the list had double up so but yeah. th- there's there's plenty like we have a ton they get on pretty much all the important ones, including Die Hard. So I think we're yeah, we're and and some Thanksgiving ones there with the uh, planes, uh, trains, and automobiles uh, reference. So we got some of that in there as well. Very true. Uh, intro question for you: what, What's on your what's on your wish list this year, Nick? Huh? What, what's number one? Uh, You've been a good boy. What's Santa bringing you? You know what? You, okay, this is a weird. Okay, I don't think this is a weird question, but it's an odd one for me because like when. I imagine you're the same way. Like when you see something, generally speaking, you like that you want, you just buy it, right? Sure. Yeah. So like that, like I, I definitely like, I'm not just like an impulse buyer, but like I usually get the things I want. So I don't really have a thing on my wish list, which I'm sure makes it harder for people to shop for me. But my, my, I guess my big hope is like the gifts that I got for everybody that they end up absolutely loving them because I like try to get creative with some of the things. Um, oh, so Lauren, you already got some shopping done. Yes. You're, yeah, you're got, ahead of the game. Lauren shopping is done. My parents for the most part is done. It's my brother and my sister-in-law. Uh, actually, actually, you know what? My, um, my nephews, um, well, one of them, I'm getting him some comic book stuff. So I'm very excited mm. how he responds to all that. So that's very cool. Like, What'd you get Lauren? I can't tell you. She listens to the show. <laughs> I'll say off here. That's, that's a good it. test. That's a yeah. good test. So you, Trad, you almost got me there. Um, but uh, but uh, yeah. So that that's what's on the top of my wish list for this year. But what about you? I I agree. It's tough. You know, I usually don't want a whole lot of things. Uh, you know, I usually just say gift cards. Right now, with the baby coming, you know, cash mm. cash is always a, a good gift. Yeah. But I want a uh, vacuum sealer. That's kind of. That's kind of the one one thing I could think of. Vacuum sealer? Yeah, yeah, I have a sous vide, which is a fancy cooking device, which is essentially a French way of cooking. It's a warm water bath, but you can cook all your food and uh, any oh. sort of seasoning or anything like that 
in a vacuum suit. You can use Ziploc bags. They just don't work as well. Huh. But a vacuum suit, so I can buy a bunch of meat, season it up, marinate it, freeze it, have it all ready to go. It's all vacuum sealed. You know? I didn't know right. that's what those that's things cool are thing. called. I've never used one, and I didn't know that's what Oh, it's nice. Called. We got it as a wedding gift. That's a great wedding gift, actually. Maybe you put Ooh. that on the, on the registry. Yeah. Ooh. You, you know, can't you... screw it up. It's perfect cooking every time. I forget. Do you have an air fryer? Uh, no, 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 no. That's, mm. that's for the fats. We don't, we're not going to be having that. <laughs> I thought it was supposed to be like a little bit more healthy than like the, or not as bad for you as like the, the normal fryers or yeah. whatever. That's what they said about, I can't believe it's not butter. And then mm. it's like, wh what is it? Mm. This is, I, this I don't mean to go on like a, a food rant here. I looked at a, um, a Hellman's mayonnaise jar recently. There's, you know, I'm not a mayonnaise eater, but there's mm. some mayonnaise in, in the fridge in it right now. And I looked at it. And on the side of the, uh, everyone should do this. If you have Hellman's mayonnaise, look on the side. I think it's on the right side there. And little fine black print says, this is from a bioengineered source. What does that mean? That's not great. <laughs> That's, uh, mayonnaise is already what? gross as it is. And then it's like, what is that like gelatin state then that they're, that they're just producing in the lab? And mayonnaise is in like, is in a lot of stuff, if I'm not mistaken, right? Like it's in ketchup and mustard in some capacity, right? Uh, well, yeah, I think that's Thousand Island dressing or Russian dressing, something mm. like that, you know. But yeah, a lot oh, of aiolis will like to, you know, a lot of restaurants yeah. will say aioli. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's just fancy mayonnaise. Yeah, you're not I, fooling me. I mean, I like, I do like a good aioli. I mean, I, there are instances where I'll have mayonnaise, but I'm never going to keep it in my house because no. it's obviously terrible for you. But geez. You can't throw a bunch of vowels in a word and confuse me like that, you know? Yeah. It's, well, not, it's not doing it for me. Yeah, I've been having a lot of those conversations recently with just, like, you know, family members and stuff like how, like, fat, like, fat-free stuff, like, they try to tell you, like, that was mm. good for you. And it's like, it's just, like, licensed to put in a whole bunch of other different crap for you that's not good for you. So. I, see, I, I was thinking about this too. Like we have egg whites in our, in our fridge. Mm. What are all these egg, like how, what's happening to all these eggs that are just, you know, losing their yolks. Like, I want the whole egg. Whole yeah. eggs equals small legs. That's my thought. I know? think that, did you come up with that yourself? Uh, you know, I, I may have seen it on an inspirational uh, training quote somewhere, but I think, you know, I'll, I'll go with it. I'll take credit for it. Someday you're going to actually have one that's just yours 100%, and I'm going to be so happy because that was a good one. I like that one. But, yeah, I, I've had I've had doctors tell me over the years, like, you know, I cholesterol, whatever, like people run into stuff, but it's not like a huge issue for me. But they always say, like, oh, it's due to eggs. Like why you your that cholesterol is a little bit higher than it should be. And I'm like, eggs no, are that's big. Egg, that's big egg white telling you to stay away from the yolk. Yeah, you can't. I, I've I've thought about it over the years. I'm like, just no. I I I feel great. Like, why am I gonna no? People no. ate eggs for hundreds of years. No, it's the seed oils. But you know, we, we won't we won't talk about that. You know, because maybe we'll save that for the critique of the male physique, which is an episode that we may do. Oh, that's right. We've been staying for a while now, but you know, we, we got to put it on the docket. But maybe that's all kind of roped in there, right there. We're building, we're building up to it. Yes, getting, making the people ask for it is what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Making them really salivate. Mm -hmm. Chopping at the bit. How about okay. um, speaker chomping at the bit? We got Cosmo the Space Dog introduced to uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Have you have you watched it yet, Nick? It's I believe it's forty three minutes of runtime. Yeah, it was solid. It was very quick in and out. Um, I think I do think they should do more of these specials. 
like I liked Werewolf by mm-hmm. Night. I liked Guardians of the Galaxy. Like both of them were like I just like you 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 put all the focus in the Guardians of the Galaxy one on um on Mantis, a character who previously I was just kind of like eh okay you, right, I, right. You, I thought it was a huge huge thing for her like i felt i like her a lot more coming out of this obviously there's a huge development with the character in general but i just think she really i think she killed it um so yeah i mean i, I think you need to do this more and more like with characters who maybe you don't care about as much or you want to develop a little bit more mm-hmm. and then you you can throw in an important like wrinkle with them and it's like now people have to pay attention to it in some capacity too I like this as well. I like this format as well. I have to go through and watch it. So I've only watched like about the first 15 or 20 minutes or so. Though, so I, I liked the rock special. I like the rock music right in the beginning. What is Christmas, yeah. right? They're singing to Chris Pratt about what they think. Very cool. Very interesting stuff. But then I see the Guardians conduct a home invasion. I see them drugging an innocent person, kidnap them, and then kill a bunch of cops. All uh, within like the first ten minutes of the of the uh, the show, the special. There, and I turned to uh, my wife and I was like, "Where is the Christmas spirit in all this?" It felt like what? it was just lacking it right right out of the gate. And then I ended up falling asleep. So I, I have to give this a full watch. I thought I was like, "What is going on here?" There's uh, there is some. I don't want to ruin anything, obviously, but there you'll know what I'm talking about when you see it. There is a specific like bit that they start where you i feel like you just missed out on the start of it and i thought they did an outstanding job with it um so it's a running okay. joke from probably midway point to, towards the end roughly the midway point so um but yeah i i really liked it i guess it did feel like as much as like obviously we know that drax and mantis have no clue what christmas is about and you know holiday things and or earth rules and whatever but like it was very like I'm watching this like, yeah, this is kind of like Kevin, you know, um, Kevin Bacon, like this poor bastard, like he's kind of going through a lot in this moment. This kind of sucks. So I did feel like a little weird, but it was funny. Like they did a lot of good stuff with it. Um, and that that's a really awesome tandem too, Mantis and um and Drax. It'd be nice if we could see them more going forward, but obviously Drax, um, but Dave Batista is not going to be around for too much longer by his own choice, it seems. Yeah, th- this was it. I liked I liked Mantis's introduction. I liked uh how much Chris Pratt we got uh in this at least for the portions that i saw i kept expecting chris pratt to kind of be and may, maybe you can correct me here but i thought he you know might be too expensive maybe too big for a quote-unquote special presentation christmas special mm. but he seemed to be really peppered in again through the first 15 20 minutes that i saw yeah i mean it's definitely he, he's you see him in it quite a bit later on but i mean like i think when you look at him and, and uh karen gillen like between those two they're not featured in and, and even rocket. It's like they're in it, but it's mainly the Drax and Mantis show for sure. And all of them. Okay. Yeah. Well, and we did get Groot who looked like he was about to play middle linebacker for the varsity football team. You know, yeah. he's, he's about that age there. He's got some, some big well-rounded shoulders. And it's not, we're not getting skinny group back. Like James Gunn has uh, already said this. Like I think it was James Gunn. If not, it was Feige. Like this, he's, he had said it in the past, like this is a different group. Than mm-hmm. the fruit we saw in Guardians of the Galaxy, the original one. So, like this is he's gonna look differently and and whatnot. So I, he obviously behaved very similarly, but um, I'm excited for that because we have seen different designs for Groot in the comics too. So um, yeah, I'm glad like he continuing to double down. Like this is a different guy now; it's a different look. And you know, when we see him in, in Guardians three, maybe he's gonna be more like adult Groot, and like is he gonna be like we're gonna be dealing with like Warren Sapp or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, I'm here for it. Warren, oh, I like that. Maybe, maybe a John Randall. 
Uh, who knows? Who Sean knows? Randall. Yeah, Minnesota Vikings. I don't know that one. No. Okay. That's, I think he might have gone to BC. He was on the cover of some maybe NFL game day ninety seven. Yeah. John Randall's going. He had all the yeah. face paint. See, yeah, but I'm seeing it now. Yeah, I don't I don't recognize him at all. Vikings and Seahawks, yeah. Huh. Yeah, Texas AM. Yeah, I'm right there. Oh, AM. Hmm. There's so. another guy. Yeah, never mind. Yeah. Getting, getting down a rabbit hole here. But uh Glass Onion, a knives out mystery. Uh, was estimated to have earned 15 million after a 600 theater domestic release this weekend over the Thanksgiving uh, long holiday weekend. It's going to be released on December 23rd. Are you going to wait, or are you going to uh, wait or watch it on Netflix on December 23rd? Yeah, uh, I don't know if I'm going to watch it on December 23rd, but or once I, it hits Netflix, yeah, yeah, I'm probably yeah, I'm probably gonna wait till it's on Netflix. I mean, I I'd like to see this in theaters, but at the same time, like this is, a, I don't understand like putting movies out at Christmas. Like, yeah, if you're a Harry Potter, obviously you can get away with it, and they did that forever. Mm -hmm. Star Wars, same kind of deal, and some of the bigger Marvel movies you can do that with. Like, I think Spider Man did that last year, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, yeah, yeah, December seventeenth, or right around uh, Christmas. Yeah, okay, but like this is you know this is a very like i love the original knives out i'm excited for this one to see where it takes us and everything but no i'm not like i don't imagine myself making time to see this because it's just like i was telling you like i got too much stuff going on with like seeing different people throughout the holidays i got a wedding that i'm going to this upcoming oh, week too okay. so. all right look at so you are, mr big shot no yeah. this this is not a movie that i have to see in theaters mm. so that's that's kind of but i do think this is a great movie to come out on on the holiday on like christmas essentially because you know, after you've had, if, if you have a quiet Christmas, maybe you just spend it kind of in-house. Maybe you, you know, go down the street for like a, a little family, like, you know, early dinner, two, three o'clock, kind of like Thanksgiving. And you're back in the house by like six, seven, eight o'clock. You throw this on. That's like a nice movie to dive into on the couch. You know, I, I think that's cool. And you sit down yeah. with your family, your loved ones, and you're kind of like, oh, who done it? You know, you all kind of have that like experience together. But Agreed. I don't think you need that to be in a... um um, you know need to be in a theater to get that same experience and i and like i, I agree with you 100 like i'm very excited to see this movie I, I but like when it's coming we haven't been seeing this much lately obviously it was earlier in the year where it started to happen more um or even before that i should say but where um you know we started having you know getting movies back and everything like that and going to the cinema and everything we saw like the dual release and obviously this is not the dual release where it's you know mm -hmm. tv and then netflix or something some other streaming service but it's such close proximity I, I mean i just would think what why are most people not going to just wait you know i i get the theater experience i understand it but this doesn't strike me as that movie like we're like you're talking about like it doesn't have all this crazy epic stuff from a visual standpoint you know why do you need to do that so i, I just don't get why they're I, I i'd see it in theaters i'd make a point to see it in theaters if it wasn't coming out so quickly on netflix but it is yeah odd. yeah and, and i think you know the people agree with you I don't, I don't know what that spread is like over 600 theaters for 15 million but you know you figure uh inflation and everything the price of an average ticket is is up over probably the last time you know knives out came out about three years ago so what you have is even if it's comparable money you know less people are going to see it you, you know mm -hmm. what i mean yeah and i mean looking at it right now it looks like the oh no the original one no, it looks like it has a $40 million budget, I guess. So that's not too bad. Okay. So I guess it's not much of an issue. 
Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, there we go there. And I'm sure some, you know, Netflix already paid all this a whole bunch because they're going to be getting, yeah, it's, yeah. I'm sure that, that those contracts are a little bit different, but speaking of the box office stuff here, we've got Avatar, the way of water, you know, everyone's, that's the next big movie. I think everyone's kind of waiting on here. Yeah. Uh, it's got a budget of 350 to 400 million in that range. So again, we've kind of talked about this before, you know, it's, it's that times two on advertising for the for the total kind of all in budget. So let's say mm. you know, like eight hundred million that they're kind of put into this movie. You're going to need a billion return here. Is that <laughs> is, is that feasible? I mean, I'm sure the last one right set the record mm. made almost two billion. Yeah, I I don't know if this is going to have again the the return viewers. You know what's funny? I um saw a meme today, and I didn't re- I didn't realize this that Zoe Saldana is in the two highest grossing films of all time, just her, like no one else's. Oh, that, is, that, yeah. is she the uh, the female lead in Avatar? Yes, I know that. yes, I forgot. Like I just didn't put the two. I never put the math together mm, on that one. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, hey, good she's, for her. She's awesome, man. She's fucking great. Um, but I, uh, I do think that they come back in the black on this one it's just too much money to be putting into this they'll leave it in theaters for a long time they did it before they brought it back mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I just can't imagine they, they invest this much i know like look disney's not above putting out clunkers obviously you know there's you know we've both voiced different differing opinions on some of the marvel stuff we've gotten over the past year but then right. and if you if you want more on that go back and listen to our previous episode where we tiered everything from the mcu that's a plug there. And with, um, but with this, like, and I, oh, and there's, what is it? The Strange Adventures or whatever that movie that just came out, the animated oh, one. Oh, is guess, that Pixar? Is that, yeah. yeah right, right, I guess yeah. huge clunker at the box office, but Pixar had been on a pretty good streak for a while. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to happen, but I just can't imagine it happening with Avatar. As much as it's like kind of the thing to like hate Avatar now, I don't understand that. Like that, well, that, you know, that when it's on top, you know, everyone, everyone's gunning for the king, sure. much like Marvel, you know, like, you know, Marvel, Star Wars, all that stuff that's at the top. It's easy to kind of throw stones from there. But sure. interesting about that, that Pixar movie, I heard nothing. I, I feel like maybe I just wasn't watching enough advertisements and stuff, but like live TV, but I saw no promotion for that movie whatsoever. But hmm. I, I think this movie would do well, but I think yeah. Avatar and I think um, who, who's the direct James Cameron there. What, what he probably understands and what he can do with this story more so than with MCU or Star Wars is like they can probably market it much easier to China because it's mm. all blue alien stuff. You know, right. like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, and if you kind of st- stay out of like overt politics, like, yeah, you you pretty much have that China market, which was, um, you know, I think Disney Marvel has had its struggles with. Yeah, that's that's an excellent point. So you're going to get all that back. And if they're like, if you're losing some of that, if China's not you know, advertising as much or, or they're just not showing certain things or the audience gets turned off, whatever, there's a craving for stuff coming from Disney and some of the bigger American stuff and these huge theatrical events. And that again, sets up really well for avatar. So yeah, that, that so yes, they should, they should absolutely come back in the black on this one, you know, when it's all said and done. I, I hope so. He's he's got a lot riding on this. You know, he's talked a big game, this James Cameron fellow. So, you know, I, I hope for his sake that he can cash this ticket. If he doesn't, I, I mean, I'm not, I, I don't really, I, I wouldn't go that far. I don't hope that for him necessarily. Like if he gets it, he gets it. I mean, I don't know. Oh, you know, I don't wish will on anybody though. You know, he, like I said, he's talking a big game. Hmm. 
Okay. Did I say I don't w- wish will? Is that you what I did? Said? I was like, I don't want to go there. Wish but yeah, Ill. yeah. So it's like, I well, wish will on anybody either. Yeah, it's will or well. I don't or ill. I just, you know, there's a lot of different. I was right there. there. I was you, right there. You right there. Well, why don't you take a second and I'll take us into the comic book minute Thank before you. we get to our main topic. So normally I'm really quick with the comic book minute, but we have a loaded week, and I want to make sure you guys know some of the bigger books that are coming out from Image. We got Philadelphia issue 25, Rogue Son. Issue 8, those are two series that have been on pause for a short bit. They are now back in full swing. The Dead Lucky, Issue 4, Flawed, Issue 3. In all of those books, we featured either the writer or, no, just the writer from each of those series on TLDR in the past. So if you want to check out those conversations, you can really enjoy all those series. Uh, From Boom, we have Damn Them All, Issue 2. And that is, if you're a Constantine fan, Absolutely got to be picking that series up. A former Constantine writer and friend of TLDR. And that it might be my favorite book of this week. Uh, not sure on that yet. But then we got Briar Issue 2, another book that I'm excited about. Dark Horse. Haven't talked a lot about Dark Horse whenever we're highlighting the, the comic book minute on this show. Um, but The Roadie Issue 3 is out. Really enjoying that. That is heavy metal and um, like demon slaying exorcism stuff. So like, you know, that's right up my alley. And then uh, for TLDR this week, what we got planned for the show. Joe was talking about that Texas blood for image comics, which he is raving about. He can't, I, he's probably gonna take up the whole show talking about that. And then I am doing a little teenage mutant Ninja turtle action, uh shredder in hell, the mini series from uh, 2019, I believe. So finally got a chance to look at all of that and uh, very excited to talk a little turtles uh, with the people. So that is it for the comic book minute, Wes. You know, there are times where we agree on everything and, and we we can really show how this show shows how much we agree on everything. And there's mm. other times that this show shows how different we are. Yeah. And just how easily you brushed over Briar number two without even attempting to make some sort of a pun with your name or a rhyme or anything shows <laughs> just how different because I, I couldn't give that up. That's just too juicy on the nose that I wouldn't be able to like I would fall right into that trap every time <laughs> it's fair that's a fair point yes yeah no I, I I will make sure that I do better next time I'll have a pun for every time that's out moving forward just for you no it's, it's it's just highlighting the differences in people who we are you know you just skipped and whistled right pop by that you know like I would have like stuck my head in and then Got, got a bear trap on my neck, you know. Do you have one off the top of your head, though? No, I don't. I'm not ready for that. <laughs> See, you think I would have been prepared for that. But Wait, a bear, no. bear trap. <laughs> I wasn't ready for the fucking bear trap. Oh, oh tell the people what we're doing. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're doing holiday movies, uh, a tiered ranking. So we got this list here off of tiermaker.com. I wish, who, who's the creator? Someone made this. Uh... But, you know, if you, if you just search it, it's called... Christmas movies, parentheses, 61 movies, tier list maker. How about that? Yeah, it looks like it's Michael is the person's name. So maybe it was right, my dad. Thanks, Mike. Could have been. Could have been. Yeah, Could have been my dad. No. Could have been. No, my Could've dad's been. not. No. Okay. Yeah, you think... talk for a limit. Let me let me get this up and going here. Okay, yes. So we have 61 movies that we're going to be going through. There are actually, we say 61, but there were a couple things that were doubled up on this list, but basically it's got all the big ones. If we run into movies on this list that neither of us have seen, which I do believe there will be a handful of those. We're not going to be putting that on our list. Uh, yeah, as too for, bad. So sad. 
Yeah, as for the tiers, Wes, um, we have from the t- actually, no, start from the bottom. We have never watched. So actually, we will tier those. We're going to add those into that ranking. Uh, then we have trash, mm-hmm, horrible, mm-hmm. bad, mm-hmm. good, great, legendary. I think that's fair. I think that's pretty good. I think that's fair because, and, and there's a couple instances here where I could have. You know, a movie that I haven't watched, but I might understand, or I may not like, but I understand as legendary. You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It may yes. not be in my Christmas rotation, but I understand it means a lot to a lot of people. And that's going to be, I think, where we get some debate going on. Now, are we doing the same rules last time we have the two, uh, what is it, the two swaps? What was the terminology? I forget. Yeah, we get two two vetoes. Two vetoes. Yeah, we can go go up or up or down one, and let's do mm-hmm. two stamps. Two stamps. We got a big list here. Okay. All right. All right. That sounds good. I'll tell you what. The, I, look, looking over this list, there are a couple on here that uh, the people are going to be like, "How did?" Oh, actually, no. There's another one that I've seen. Look at that. I missed that. But there's a couple on here that I haven't seen. That um, I'm ashamed that I haven't seen some of these movies. So yeah, and some of it's been I probably watched them as a kid, but they. They just didn't stick in the brain, you know. It didn't make sure. a lasting impression. It takes a lot. Yeah, it's, yeah. No, that's for sure. But man, there's a lot of them. Um, well, but yeah, why don't all you right. Kick us off. One, one should be the first one. Oh, know. okay. I was good. I was about to hand that off to you. Look at that. All right. Yeah. So I don't want to mess around here. I'm gonna go with one of my. You know what? Actually, I was gonna start off with a favorite, but I have one that's like my number one, and I have one that is absolute friggin' dumpster fire trash. And okay. I and that is um Home Alone Three. So I, oh. I, I know it's a it's a weird one for us to I start out on, here. but it is in the trash. And uh, obviously, Home Alone One and Two, legendary uh, Macaulay Culkin, Stern, and um, and Pesci, great great trio. Love what they did, but then they decide, of course, it's you know, this is before the infinite amount of um uh sequels that we now tend to get with things. They sure. decide we're gonna go and do this, but we're not gonna use the kid that we've been using. Obviously, age out and everything. I don't know the year this came out, but my babysitter always had movies every time she came over, and this was a movie that she brought one time, and I remember watching it. And Wes, I'm not one to not finished movies. I didn't, say, didn't used to be as a kid because I didn't like them. Babe was the only movie I've ever walked out of. Um, or it's first movie yes, I ever walked Well out. established. Yeah. Home Alone 3, though, was made Babe look like friggin' like masterpiece. Like, I, I remember watching this thing just thinking, what, why? And I think Scarlett Johansson is in this movie, if I'm not mistaken. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. That's a good pull by you, if that's true. I, I'll I take will, your word for it. I will fact check. I, you know what? Never let facts get in the way of a good story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she was in the movie. 70. Yeah. Um, but it was, but it's just so, like, the pranks, yeah, you get the pranks, but the character, like, the villains, you just don't care about them as much. And it's, like, one mm-hmm, kid mm-hmm, versus mm-hmm. four adults now. It's And there was, like, it, they seem way more organized than... Um, than Marvin Harry were. So it's a, a complete bastardization of the property. And it was a real disappointment. How old were you when this came out? Um, I, I didn't, I don't think I saw it right away, but I think this was a, this was 97. So I was six years old when this came out. Okay. So I'm at, I'm at 10 when this comes out, you know, I think I'm just starting to age out of the home alone stuff at this point. So like the first two I loved, the third one, you don't have Macaulay Culkin. Culkin, you're, you you yeah. don't have my attention. So I didn't I didn't watch this one. 
but I'm okay with the trash because it's bad. Again, it's not the original cast whatsoever. It's a cheap knockoff. You know, it's a dollar dollar store brand. Yep. No. Yeah. It's a trash movie. I don't think most people um, like. I, I, I'm curious if Shine likes it because he's in that same age range as me, and there are some things that you know we feel similarly on. Like we don't mind the prequels to the level like everybody else does. I think from the DSG because you guys are all a little bit older. We were like right in that sweet spot when they came out. So um, I'm curious. But other than that, no. Screw this movie. It's absolute trash. All right. Awesome. I'm gonna go with planes, trains, and automobiles. I'm gonna throw it up in the let no. Not legendary. I'm going to go great. We okay. just had Thanksgiving. This is one of the only Thanksgiving movies that um, that we have that are great. We have John Candy, Steve Martin, Buddy Cop, Traveling the Country. We've seen it a thousand times. It's hilarious uh, antics and shenanigans that go about there. Those aren't two pillows. Classic line right from the top. Give me that. And, and you get a little bit of heart, too, as you do with all – uh, John Candy movie. So mm-hmm. uh, this is a great movie. My yeah. dad loves it. So, you know, it's, it's something you pass on. Yeah. I mean, this is, um, I man, I think I've only seen this one once, but I remember like, like with John Candy for me, I'm cause he's home alone. I, when I think of him first, but obviously he's so much more than that bit role that he plays. So this was like, this was the first, I think full John Candy movie that I saw. I don't, I, I know he you know died for, you know, unfortunately very early in his uh, life, but this was like a great introduction for anybody who like is at all interested in John Candy and of course Steve Martin. You know, I don't need to say much about him. Amazing so, stuff, amazing. But yeah, stuff. What great, have we got next? great, great is. Uh, I'm happy with great though. I, I I obviously have no no qualms with that. Um, let's see here. Uh, you know what? I think I'm gonna um, I think I'm gonna choose a little chaos early, Wes. I'm gonna mm. go with Jim Carrey's The Grinch. Which oh okay is, um, when we did our top twenty five movies for the DSG I believe it was last year How the Grinch Stole Christmas I believe that was the I had that one at number six on my list yeah number six on my list and uh, I'm gonna put it in the great because I absolutely love it my fiance absolutely loves it I do not understand why there's like this distaste for this i think jim carrey is funny in it and he's but he's also angry in it and yeah i mean i i I have a i watch this movie every christmas not everything has to be live action just like not every live action thing has to be animated you know some Mm. things are just best in the medium that they were originally you know brought to us on Mm. this is one of those cases for me i saw this movie in theaters it was fine. I, I didn't have much feelings about it. My wife loves this movie much like your fiance does. Mm. I find Jim Carrey very unsettling in this, in, in the green <laughs> costume. Not for me. I find all the prosthetic faces of the the woohoo, uh, 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 whoville, not yep. woohoo, mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the whovillians. <laughs> yep. um, I find that very off putting. It's not for me. It's just, mm-hmm. it's not for me. This one early on has potential to be moved down, but I don't know if it's going down to like, I want to put it down in like the bad or the horrible section. So if I can only move oh. it one, then, you know, it might not be worth it for me. Okay. I got to put uh. well, no, you can move it too. You just have to use both vetoes. That's the Oh, that's it. true. That's a good point. You yes. shouldn't have told me that. I, 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 I want to be honest. You're always honest with me when we play these games. Mm, um, but I will, this is, a, I, I mean, I think you are, you may, you have me fooled otherwise. Um, <laughs> 
but I this is actually a movie I definitely quote or think to quote quite often too. Like the child the the child mentioned a check. I think of that one often. Um the the yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, definitely not. Um simple things, but I do that often. And I'll tell you what, Wes, uh another thing that another quote from that that I've used in like a weird setting. So this was actually a church, and I was definitely like Mm, not a teenager yet because i don't remember when this came out. i feel like i was like 11 or 12 but one at one point he's like ha- having a moment by himself and he's like i'm a psycho <laughs> like he like jim carrey does this like as he's getting ready or going through his process at his home i definitely said that to like a kid in the middle of church one time like quietly but like i he thought it was hilarious but he's probably laughing nice. at me yeah yeah well who knows you know who knows he was younger like- so I don't know. Okay, so he, he definitely got it then. I got you. All yeah. right. Um, let's yeah. all right. So this is this is on me here now. Okay. Yes, sir. We're three in. I am gonna go with the movie Office Christmas Party with Jason Bateman, TJ Miller. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else is in there? Uh Olivia, Olivia Wilde. Munn. I think Olivia, Olivia Munn. Munn. Olivia yeah. Munn, thank mm-hmm. you. Um, and I'm gonna put this in. Scroll. I'm gonna put it in the bad category. Okay. Because this is like, yeah, Jason Bateman. He's got a lot of run as just being himself. But you know, (laughs) everything kind of runs out there. Jennifer Aniston makes that her appearance as kind of like the steely, sexy bitch. You know, she she makes her appearance in there. Mm -hmm. Olivia Munn is like the cool gamer girl. You know, like everyone's just kind of playing their role. T.J. Miller's way over the top and everything. So mm. it, there's nothing great about this, but uh, there's there's a couple laughs to be had. It, the, the holiday uh, sphere is definitely present, so I'll give it that. But this is just pretty much a lackluster movie. But it's um it's something that I I don't think like it's a comedy movie, right? So it's like mm-hmm. if you put it on, like I don't think you'll be that disappointed with. Well, see, and that's where I wish we had a fine category. But hey, we didn't make the tears. Mike did it, so I appreciate Mike's efforts. Yeah, um, no, no, I, Mike did a great job. But he I, does have twenty-four poop emojis on it. So this, this is true. When they're not from either of us, as far as I know. Um, yes. But uh, I, I, I don't. I saw this movie. I don't remember it all that well, so that probably says something about it. I have mm-hmm. no reason to fight with you at all in any of uh, your it's takes just a on meh. it. Yeah. yeah. Um. And but I will say, Kate McKinnon was in this. Uh, mm-hmm. Jillian Bell. Yeah, from she's funny. And I usually don't like her, uh, but she was funny. And then also Vanessa Bayer, and I know that name must, might mean nothing to you, but if you see her face, you're absolutely going to remember her. From I think you should leave. She is Sunday Fun Day with these pig dicks. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she she's also good in this too. Randall Parks, and so there's a bunch of cameos. Um, Jimmy Butler's also in it, so yeah. The there's some, there's some cool Butler? moments. Oh yeah, it I, takes place in Chicago. He was on, of course, you know the Bulls. Of course, yeah. And at Marquette, um, you know, right right nearby in Milwaukee. Mm. Um, or okay. maybe Marquette, Wisconsin. <gasps> maybe that's Mar- Marquette's Wisconsin, I believe. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I don't know where in Wisconsin, but it was Wisconsin. Um. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, yeah, close enough. But um. Sorry, I'm just thinking about my next pick. So we have that, our first bad, and I think we're about to get our first good. Um, because mm-hmm. I this movie, it's Miracle on 34th Street, it's the 90s one. I don't think I've ever seen the original. Now, this movie, when it was on on my list for the DSG um, top 25 Christmas movies of all time, this was number four on my list, and I know that that uh, annoyed some people. This is, for me, an immensely, like... Find it. Where is it? Um, 
Yep, well, I'll, I'll let you keep. Uh, this one? No, keep going. I'm just, I'm just talking oh, out loud. Uh, yeah, your finger, your, your, your mouse was just on it. Yes, right next to um, whatever that Steve Martin one is. Okay, mixed nuts. Yep, there you go. Boom. Um, so put that one in good, not trash. How dare you? Um, I'm just moving it up. You know, I got a small screen I'm working with here. <laughs> so um, that's what you need on your wish list—a bigger screen for your computer. <laughs> there we go. A bigger screen. Yeah. Um, but this is one that again, or like the Fryer family rotation. This is one of my mom's favorite movies of all time. It's the girl from Matilda who's in this. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. God, I can't remember the lawyer's name, but he's in a bunch of different stuff too. The actor. Um, but I like this is just. Like, it, yeah, it's cheesy in some ways, but Christmas movies, like, I don't mind cheese once in a while. And for me, like, how much this means to my mom and how much she, she loves this movie. Again, it's a mother-daughter relationship at the center of this whole thing. Um, I, like, I'm just going to put it in the good because I'm not I'm not going to claim it doesn't have its flaws. Um, but I feel like, th- like uh, this is an important movie for me. So that's why I got to put it in the positive section. So I can't fault you for your placement here because this is one of those movies that I was talking about before that like I I may accept as a legendary or memorable movie, but it's not for me. Okay, gotcha. You know, okay. It's not for me. So you know, I'm, I'm okay with the good because I thought you were going to go higher with that. So no, I I feel like you know the 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 general uh, like you said we want to talk consider the things for everybody else and how they feel about it. I'm not going to go and claim like this is some masterpiece, but it's not it's not bad. Like it's, it's so again, like I wouldn't have blamed you if, if we had a fine, if you moved it down there, but um, we don't have that. So I'm definitely putting it in good. Okay. So this is one that I was vastly disappointed by. Some other people might uh, place this a little bit elsewhere, but I'm going to put uh, eight crazy nights as bad hmm. uh, just because of anticipation. You're, you know, this is right around the time of Adam Sandler when he's on his heater, kind of, you know, everything he, he touches is comic gold. This one was an animated, didn't really translate work out as well for me. Of course, uh, but, but the you know Jewish holiday Hanukkah, uh, not to be confused with, with Christmas or uh, Kwanzaa or Thanksgiving, some of the other holidays around the season there. But this one just didn't, didn't really land for me as much. The grandpa was kind of funny, but there's not as that much memorability behind it. Yeah, I mean, so this is one I definitely saw when it came out when I was younger. And like you, I was like very excited about like, hey, this is going to be funny. This is goofy. Like the only thing I really remember from all of this, aside from Adam Sandler's character being a dink, was, you know, that that's a technical foul. Like that was funny. Yeah, that was, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was about it. So I, I'm i not going to – if you – see, if you put it in good, I'd be like that's – I wouldn't want, I wouldn't care enough to move it. I'd rather save my, my shift for something else. Um, my veto for something else, but is this like, in your rotation? No, no. Yeah, I've, see, I've, it's I've, not in mine either. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I guess if you'd put it in fine, I wouldn't have fought you if, again. If we had a fine, I got to stop operating like that. That, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. What am I doing? Okay. But, there we go. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll put it in the phantom floating fine category. No, 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 no. Bad. That is what it is. Um, Anyway, sorry about that. So, uh, speaking of people being on heaters, um, I, mm. you know, you talk about Adam Sandler. Another guy who had a heater in the uh, in the aughts was Vince Vaughn, and uh, he, one movie that he, his Christmas movie that he came out, and I believe it's his only Christmas movie, was Fred Claus. Now, I'm curious, have you seen this one? No, my only connection to Fred Claus is through Parks and Recreation. Uh, when Jean Ralphio is talking to Tom Haverford and they're trying to, he's trying to hype him up with a speech. He's like, definitely go like a, like a wedding speech. He's like, 
definitely got to be be clever and funny, like Vince Vaughn. And they're like, oh, what do you think? Like swingers, wedding crashers? He's like, no, Fred Claus. Yeah, that that, that about, that about <laughs> says it all right there. Um, I, I don't have – it could be in trash, but I'm going to – again, this is a movie I've only seen once. So I'm not going to put it in trash, but I I do feel very comfortable putting it in horrible. Um, the only reason I'm not putting it at all the way at the rock bottom is just, again, just the lack of um, – like it's been so long since I've seen it. It is available on HBO Max for those who have it. Um, but this is Vince Vaughn, Paul Giamatti, Kevin Spacey, uh, Rachel White's uh, Elizabeth Banks, and then um, John Michael Higgins, who's a guy like who I don't know him by name, but if you saw his face, you'd, you'd absolutely recognize him. Um it, it, like I just think this is you have a lot of talent on this cast just rip, ripping off the first six people, and you just now, be, I not, think I'm I'm sorry I think I might have seen part of this before. He's the brother of yes. of uh, yeah, and he's got to kind of like carry on the family name, but he's kind of like the uh, you know the stay at home schlubby brother. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Just I got kinda, that, yeah. Whatever. Yes. Yeah. The younger brother who's not special. That's too bad. That's a good cast, like you mentioned. That's good yeah. stuff. I thought it was going to be really good, and I remember just watching it and being like, eh, okay. And, you know, it's, it's again, it's at Vince Vaughn's height. So uh, putting it in horrible um, could easily – yeah, putting it in horrible could easily fall under trash. Yeah, I'm going to follow you up with another trash. Oh, you're going to put it in horrible. Okay. Yes, yeah. I don't, I don't want to put it pu- – Good. All right, I got you there. I misheard you before there. We got – Noel, I'll follow you up with that again. Kind of in the same vein. This was a Disney Plus special. I think it came out a year or two ago. Uh, Bill Hader uh, and and uh, what's her name there? Uh, why Anna Kendrick? Girl. Anna Kendrick, who I believe they're dating now. Might oh, be, really? Might even be engaged. But those wow. two are together, they're they're very uh, great on their own. You think this would be a fun kind of holiday, uh, ro- you know, holiday romantic comedy? Wow, I can't talk right now. Mm-hmm. No, not not that at all. Turned it off halfway through. Not even worth the full watch. Pretty pretty bad. This is like a um like a lifetime uh, original movie, maybe like a like a Hallmark original movie, that sort of thing. See, I don't. Hmm. Okay, I don't. I wouldn't have put this one in trash. I don't think I remember like being crazy about it. I did watch it with Lauren. Um. Yeah, I thought I thought I remember watching it. I was like, oh, it's fine. Like something crazy. I don't. I don't. I didn't feel that strongly about it. I guess in the end, but again, when you when you throw Bill Hader and uh, Anna Kendrick at me, you know, I'm expecting more than than what I got, which is nothing memorable. Mm. This is. Um. I mean, to say it's not memorable, I, it's probably fair. I'm. I wonder if she's gonna want to rewatch that one because I think Lauren liked it quite a bit. But anyways, yeah. I. I'm not gonna. I'm not, that's not one I'm gonna waste my veto on more than likely because I don't don't care about it enough. Um. Let's see here. Ah, you know what? I am curious how you feel about this one. Uh, it's a wonderful life. I am. Um, I'm going to put this in legendary. I think. See, this one is again. It's not in my rotation. I wouldn't go back and watch it. I think I've probably seen it as a kid a couple times, but I don't know it enough to really care mm. one way or the other. But I, so this is this is legendary. I'm going to respect it as that. Yeah, I mean, this is an all-time movie. Everybody knows this movie. Um, although I did date someone years ago who's like their her mother wouldn't allow them to like they didn't watch the movie growing up because of, like how sad it was. Like they, they weren't allowed to watch it. It's like this is like life. This oh. this, this is real. This, what are you talking about? It is also just a movie. So I, I don't know. Uh, that was well, that was pretty disappointing. If it's a wonderful life and it's how depressing it really is, you know, it's like talking about a letdown. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> 
You're just probably like, hey, what gives? I want my money back. Right. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, but I, um, I, to me, like this is such an impactful movie. This is a, if you've never seen it, you absolutely have to watch it. Not necessarily something you need to watch every year. Um, I haven't watched it in a few years, but again, at home, family, like we would, you know, during the holiday season, we were watching movies like crazy growing up. And uh, It's a Wonderful Life was always one we had to watch because it's just like, it's just a reminder of how important, you know, the little things are that you just, you might take for granted um, no matter what you do. So um, yeah, it, it has to be in Legendary. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to piggyback with another legendary option here. This is the Christmas movie as far as I'm concerned. It airs 24 hours uh, on TBS or TNT, uh, The Day of Christmas, Christmas Story. We all know it. We all love it. Legendary movie with Ralphie, the fire pole. You'll shoot your eye out. Uh, what do the little, little piggies do? Uh, the skin, the, the father eating the skin of the turkey, which is apparently – a story goo plagiarized and then put his own father in, in on a recent episode of Mac and goo and nobody called him out on it, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> that the house, uh, the original house, which I believe is in Michigan or again, maybe Milwaukee, one of those States it's actually up for sale right now. Uh, so oh. you can buy that with a museum too. Just a great, great um, holiday tradition. You got to have that on while I'm cutting zucchini bread, having a cup of coffee, maybe some hot cocoa as a child. And getting ready to open up all those presents. This, it's always on in the background. This it's I've had like fluctuating feelings about it over the years just because it's on so much at Christmas time. It's like just the same thing over and over. But for it for like it's amazing the first like few times that you watch it still. And then for something like that to just be on rotation over and over again through the years and to be able to like go from yeah, like I don't need to watch, do I have to watch this again? To like, no, I do want to sit down and watch it. That says a lot about that movie, and it's a great snapshot in America of American, you know, t- certain time in American history. And I think Some we had say the greatest about, time. Maybe um, I think we talked about this a while back. I could be wrong, but they were making a sequel. You knew that, right? Well, yeah, or, it's out. It's yeah. out right now. It's Have a you Christmas watched Story? It? Story? No, I, I, I should. I've heard mixed things. I've heard some people say it's it's surprisingly good, and other people. Um, you know, say it's it's whatever, just a lackluster Disney Plus, you know, IP ripoff. But um, so, so I, I'm debating. I'm, I'm not sure if I wanted to spoil my, you know, taint my my great picture of the Christmas story. I'll tell you what, man. Okay, so it's it's on HBO Max. And oh, okay. I really either Sorry way for that slander, Disney Plus. Whatever. I like like with that Home Alone ripoff that we got last year. I wanted, I remember seeing, I'm like, you know, I know they got the guy back who was Ralphie as a kid. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. Like, but we watched it, like Lauren wanted to watch it. And I'm like, I don't, you know, whatever. And um, I, it's like that, like, what they do with Ralphie is something that you'll find relatable. Cause I, cause like, it's about him being a writer and, you know, so oh. that's instantly relatable for both of us mm-hmm. anytime they do that, but there's more to it. And then oh, I, I, I'll tell you what, like, I I cried, like I like I was blown away by this movie. Okay, all right, yes. so all right, you get the thumbs up then. Maybe this will yep. get worked into the rotation then. Yeah, I like I think, it. I think you got to give it a look. I was I was I did not want to like it, and I did. So. <laughs> okay, then all right. Yeah. So that's so we're kind of entering it on the same frame of mind here. So that's good news. Yeah, um, but uh, let me know when I want to hear when you when you watch it if you give it a shot this holiday. Oh season. yeah, well in the next couple of weeks I'll, I will for sure. Yeah, 
Okay. What do awesome. we what do we got up next? Uh let's see here. I don't want to go back with another legendary one. Um instead, okay. Um Christmas vacation. I think most oh. people would argue that this goes into I have it as my number 12. I want to put this as great. I don't want to put this as legendary. I think it's a very good movie. Again, another you're talking about snapshots in history and everything like that. Much different time. Um, you know, I know you're trying to do your best Clark Griswold right now with, or you already did it, <laughs> yeah. and your lights are working right off the rip. So I'm very proud of you. But yeah, I, actually, they just they burnt out over the weekend. It's we got shitty uh, lights. Oh no! Yeah, so it's just we're just giving up. I'm like, all right, we tried. The the icicles work, but oh god. Uh, well, that's fucking amazing. Um, in the worst way. I'm so sorry, but um. But yeah, I, I look at this and it's like, I remember like my dad, like when he finally showed me and my brother, it's like, oh, you know, this is great. It's, you know, it's, it's um, Chevy Chase and everything. I was like, okay, awesome. What, wait, who? And it's like, okay, this is good. Like, this is, this is, you know, and as I got older, I appreciated it more. It's definitely better than good, but I just can't, I, I can't put it in legendary. Yeah, I, I like it. It's a great movie. I, I wouldn't be upset if you put it in the legendary. I wouldn't do anything with it. I think great is right where I would put it. It's a, it's a movie that just missed us. You know, it's our father's generation for sure. Maybe my older brother's generation. Mm. Um, but, you know, this one just just kind of missed me. But uh, I, I love it. I, th- I still think it's great. Coming back as I get older, it gets, like, you know, again, kind of mm-hmm. takes on a different, different sense of humor and meaning as you get a different perspective on it. So I'm good mm-hmm. with it. Okay. Wow, I didn't expect that. I, th- I thought you were going to say, great. I look at that. We're in lockstep again. What um, let's see here. Let's go with a bad movie, and I'm going to go uh, with Trash of Why Him. And again, with the similar vein of Fred Claus and Noel, <laughs> uh, Why Him has some good stuff there. It's James Franco who, you know, albeit no matter what you say about him, now he was pretty funny, and he was kind of on a heater at this stretch. Yeah, uh, you have Brian Cranston, of course, fresh off Breaking Bad fame, uh, and and um, you know James Franco is this kind of like edgy, very outspoken kind of new boyfriend, and then the Brian Cranston's the uptight father of the daughter and all this stuff. So you know they kind of clash and interact, and then end up becoming friends. So and there, there's you know Christmas seasons all wrapped around it, but it's pretty bad. I was really disappointed that I watched all of it because. Mm. It just didn't didn't hit for me. I think I've seen part of it. I don't. I, I have not. I've definitely not seen all of it. Like because at first I was looking at the poster and I just it didn't ring any bells. But um, yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fight you on this one at all. If you, I mean, it, when you have those two guys in the, in that movie, like if you're not hitting a home run, I, again, we, you know, despite all the stuff yeah, that James exactly. done over the years, like if you're not hitting a home run, what are you doing? So yeah, throw it in the trash. Um. This is tough because I feel like a, like there are some there's some that I feel like should be not high on the list, but I haven't I don't remember them quite as well, so I kind of want to wait to see where, okay. where where you are. But you know what? Actually, another one, another actually, I forgot that this was another Christmas movie that Vince Vaughn was in. Four Christmases. Have you seen that one? No, I haven't. But that's nah. Reese Witherspoon is the other one there, right? Yeah, him, him, and Reese Witherspoon. Throw this one in the trash too. Like I, 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 oh. I, another one where it's like, oh, I should like this. And I remember watching it, thinking like, coming out of it like, okay, like what, 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 like if you want to make an argument that it should be horrible and not trash, maybe. But like again, you're talking about two two actors like Reese, Reese Witherspoon is always on fire, and then Vince Vaughn mm-hmm. still Vince Vaughn like. 
what it's the second shot of Christmas movie, if I'm not mistaken. So it it's just yeah, not funny, not memorable, no emotions coming out of it. Yeah, I never never watched it. So I'm right, so I'm good with the trash there. Anything higher, I might have to call shenanigans though, because I know that it wasn't wasn't well received. So he, he, we're, uh, we're good. he did two Christmas movies in back to back years. <laughs> Why? Tough. You know, Tim Allen has done a lot of Christmas movies too, as as I'm seeing here. You got all the the Santa Clauses. You got Christmas with the Cranks. You know, mm, so he's, oh, that's right. He's in there a lot. Um, I'm going to put something in the good category to help. You know, uh, Miracle on 34th Street. Uh, Just Friends. This is another movie that has uh, a great cast, but lives up to it actually, and maybe exceeds that cast. You have uh, Amy Smart, Ryan Reynolds, and Chris Klein, uh, and great stuff from Ryan Reynolds because you get fat. Fat Ryan Reynolds, Ooh. you know, in the early goings. And then he comes back. And you also have Anna Ferris in here, too, who uh, plays her role perfectly. Um, it's a fun, fun Christmas rom-com. You just romp around, have some fun with it. Former fat guy turns into uber cool agent in L.A., comes back home, still is uh, thinking that he can mack on the girl that, that he always missed out on, the great white whale. And he just turns into the fat kid again, you know? Yeah. I, I, I see. This is another one. I think I, I think I've seen it because you bring up the fat Ryan Reynolds. Like this is the only time he did that. Right. I think so. Yeah. And I think even like the posters was just a close up of his fat face. And he had the, the Jerry curl, like Afro. Yeah. I think I've seen with this. The but headgear. I, it was, it was bad. I think I've seen some of it, but certainly don't, not all of it. Um, so I, it's I, a I good have, watch. It's a good comedy. Okay, maybe I'll add that one in the mix. Good. I don't I don't mind that at all. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna um unless you have something else to say on just friends, I'm gonna add one to the good category. No, please do. Go right ahead. All right. Um Christmas with the Cranks. Now, this was number eight on my list when we did the DSG thing last year. And I definitely caught some heat for it. This is Tim Allen and um Jamie Lee Curtis. And Jamie Lee Curtis, okay. Yep. And I I haven't watched this one in a little while, but like this was, was this the first movie that made me cry? It might've been. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> it might've really? been. Yeah. I mean like, so you've seen it, right? I've only seen parts of it. This is like, they want to go down to Florida for Christmas and they have, but they end up going, like coming back home or something. Right. Isn't that kind of the theme? Yeah. Yeah. And they want, yeah, they want to go down to Florida and then their trip gets screwed up or something to that end. Yeah. So it's all that. I, it's, it's, but yeah, you're on the right path. The thing for me was like Tim Allen is such a dink throughout all this. I learned about Botox, by the way, from from Tim Allen. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that from the uh, the commercials. Yeah. Um, but I, I remember watching it, and then like what happens at the end with you don't care if I spoil it, right? Because if you only seen parts no. of it, okay. So it, it, what happens at the end is the the neighbor who he butts heads with so much, like him and the the husband, and I think it's. Ray Barone, Ray, it's uh, everybody loves Raymond's dad, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Um, oh, okay, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. So they butt heads so much, but then that guy's wife is battling cancer, and he find, like, I guess it came comes back later on. They she had been in remission, and then it, she it comes back later yeah. on in the movie, and Tim Allen goes over and is like, totally like. He was already nice to her, but like he totally changes his tune, is nice to the husband again, everything like they like they put everything aside and just like like when you talk about like what the holidays are all about. I mean, 
anytime somebody's in that type of situation, obviously you're, you want to be there for them and be courteous and kind and everything. But then it's the holidays it just kind of adds more. And then when Tim Allen was just being such a jerk, the whole movie, like next level jerk for him. It's kind of cranky. Yeah, some would say um, it was just, it, it just hit me. Like it, and even talking about it right now was it's, it's kind of hitting me again. So, um, oh jeez, well stop yeah. talking about it, please. I don't want you getting choked up on us here. Mm, all right, fine. I'll take fine. I'll take your word for it. I've never seen it. We'll, yeah, we'll okay, good. <laughs> I'm trying to find out who the uh, who that the husband. Was. Oh, it wasn't him. It was Emmett Walsh. It was not um, Ray's dad. It's different guy. It's a guy people have, you know him if you saw him. But anyways. All right, here. This is a. Uh, I, I, might, I might get some pushback on this one. I oh, love this movie. In fact, we already got this uh, out of our way in our Christmas rotation. I already watched it this weekend. This is the night before, and I'm going to put this in the great category. Yep. Uh, again, major cast here. You got Seth Rogen. You got uh, a Joseph Gordon-Levitt. You got Anthony Mackie. Uh, you got Michael Shannon. You got James Franco. You have uh, the. Jillian from Workaholics, who is awesome. She's she's probably one of the best performances by a side character in this. Just great, great shenanigans. It brings everything together. Fun time. Uh, I had a lot of fun with this one. You know, it might be legendary in, in the Sykes household, but I can't do it. So you said the night before, and I heard, for some reason, the nightmare before. And mm -hmm. I'm thinking, oh, it's the night before Christmas. Um, I, uh, I haven't seen this one. And I think you told me like this is like when we're talking about stuff like this is a good one to watch. Um, I have to, I'll have to give it a look. I have to give it a shot. I I don't know if anyone else shares that opinion, but I fucking love it, Nick. It's a, hmm. it tickles me every time. Okay. They get this one gift to Seth Rogen every year. They're doing like a montage of all their like Christmas Eve that they spend together, mm -hmm. and they're doing like a, a passing of gifts, and like someone gets him a mug that says "World's Smallest Penis." <laughs> he just looks up and he's like, you knew. Thanks. And it kills me every time. That is, um, you I mean, knew. yeah, Anthony Mackie, that is, uh, huh. Before he was Falcon or Captain America. That's for sure. Interesting. Oh, yeah, 20, it's 2015. I don't know. He, oh. might have, he, he was in there. Yeah. Oh yeah. He was Falcon at that point. Huh? I don't, re I like, I don't even remember hearing about this movie. That's weird. It's a great one. You, um, you, should, you should clean the ears out and, and yeah. Yeah, pop that one on the tube. Gonna have to give that one a look. All right. Um, oh, there are a few controversial ones we could go with here. See, I want to do. I don't. Santa Claus Three. I I remember like seeing that once or twice, and I feel like that wasn't good. And like the first two were good, but the the third one was trash, right? Yeah, let's not waste the time on the all the shitty ones here. You know. Okay. All right. All right. We want to do a legendary one. Okay. If we, then. If we know like Santa Claus Two wasn't good. And mm. Barnaby's return, Santa Claus three, you know, it's just isn't going to be there either. Okay, I could, all right, I couldn't remember if Santa Claus two. Was <laughs> uh, apologies. So, all right, then let's just go to um, let's go to add one to the legendary category. This is my all time favorite Christmas movie. We already got it out of the way to watch this just yesterday. The Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh I, yeah, this is like I mean, huh, man, the, the thing that. <laughs> Unfortunately, now the thing I think of first when I think of this, outside of like the songs that I enjoy, and I'm not one for for um, you know musicals and whatnot, but I think about how they have the love is gone that song that's that was originally in mm -hmm. the videos and the DVD, but not in the theatrical release because apparently it was too sad. Is also not available on Disney Plus. It's supposed to be coming back this year, but it's not there oh. quite yet. Um, 
But I like For the diehards. Yeah. So I'm, I I hope they bring that back. They've, they've managed to edit it fine. But I know the first time I watched it on Disney Plus, I was like, wait a second. What, where the fuck did the song go? But I absolutely love the opening Scrooge song. I love um, the song that they sing with uh, the, the, the um, Ghost of Christmas Present. And just, I mean, all around Gonzo is just freaking amazing. The Marley Brothers. So this just, I mean, and Michael Caine, too. That was my introduction to Michael Caine, too. Michael Caine. Yes. So I. Yeah, no, uh, th- no, it's good. This this is a great movie. Legendary. I was kind of off this movie for a little while. But then, you know, once I, once I met my uh, wife, she's a big fan of it. This got back into the rotation here. So uh, it got back into my good graces. Uh, I don't know why I didn't like it. Maybe I just was like not going to watch this movie by myself for some reason. I don't, I don't mm. know. Yeah. Like, I'm I, not going to put on like a Muppet movie by myself, but, um, but this is great. It reminds me of my childhood. It's nice now with the family. It's good stuff. I, I, I have no problems with legendary status. This is, if I get to pick like, and this also like, again, like nostalgia and everything like this, I always watch this at my grandparents' house for Christmas too. Whenever I visit at some point in the holidays, it's outside of Christmas uh, day itself. So yeah, I, yeah, this this is my favorite. I, I I mean, like I I would I don't think I'd ever watch this outside of the holidays, but like this is number one with a bullet, no question asked for me. Okay, so this one might be a little controversial here. Bad Santa, I'm putting it in bad. Um, okay. not a big Bad Santa fan. I think there's a lot of push. There's a lot of insistence to like Bad Santa. Mm, uh, yep. This movie acts the Christmas spirit. Uh, I hate. I actually hate uh, Billy Bob Thornton and this like. He like I everything about him really turns me off, and it's like almost the feeling that I get when I watch Kenny Powers, mm. uh, but but to a greater degree with Bad Santa. They're just bad people who I can't root for, um, and it's like there there's like a progression line where like I can root for the characters almost, and like it's always sunny and know that they're bad and it's funny, and then it goes like one step further where I get a little bit further detached from it with Kenny Powers. But with bad Santa, I'm like, no, this guy is like awful. Like he treats this kid like shit. The kid's trying to be nice. He has no no one around him. Um, and, and it's just all bad, like low lives throughout mm. the whole movie. It just gives me a bad vibe. Total lacking of the Christmas spirit, in my opinion. I've never seen Bad Santa. And I feel like when I saw the commercials as a kid, I was like, oh, this is like this, like this, ooh, like this looks like it's gonna be fun. This looks like it's gonna be cool. But again, I was a kid. I Burning was- Mac's the best part. I was even dumber than I am now. So I've never seen it. I'm not going to fight you on it being bad. Um, Cause I have no opinion. Of it. So anyways, All right. um, I like that. Um, let's see. So I have, so we have two, there's a few, a few yeah, there's quite a few animated movies in the mix here. And I think I'm going to bunch. I'm curious how you feel about me bunching a few together just for the sake of time and everything. Um, All right. Rudolph, the red nosed reindeer, frosty, the snowman and the original, how the Grinch stole Christmas. Do you feel similarly to all those three? Nah, the Grinch is probably on a different level. The Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, yeah. How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and what was the other one? Frosty the Snowman. Okay, yeah, I think they're all in there. Yeah, yeah, I can see them grouped, yep. I, was I thinking, might even throw Charlie Brown Christmas in there, too, but that's I, just me. I thought about it. I thought about it, and I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. I feel similarly, but that's one, again, when we talk about, like, I've seen that one a few times, but that one's not as, like, seared into my brain as these others. What do we think? Do we think good or do we think great? I don't, I can't do legendary for these. Um, you know, I think great, like these are like you know, old timeless classics. You'd show these to your kids today. Uh, so there's a case for great, but they're, I, I just in the end think that they're good movies. 
still. See, I think Legendary and Great are movies that like are must be in your rotation mm. or or there we shows go. or things like that. So I I think like again we, we talk about kids they're going to carry on. You were shown this by your parents. I'm we're going to show this to our kids. I imagine you know all that yeah. and that plays a huge role in just the Christmas spirit overall, regardless of how well it stands up it's got to be played at some point or another yeah okay because i'm not watching you can't forget about rudolph you can't forget about uh frosty and then the grinch is going to get get played but you know all that stuff like that is a part of the christmas lore that uh that that space rock band couldn't figure out yeah (laughs) yeah i would say legendary yeah that's just just me no that's fine i i i because like the, the the lore with all of them that's fair. Like I, because I, they're all like I. You know, sometimes Wes, you just, I just doubt myself, and I think I'm too. I can be a little extra positive at times. So um, I have no problem putting these in Legendary because you're right. Like I will show my kids all four of those movies. They probably won't get the Charlie Brown one quite as much, but they'll. Uh, oh, Charlie Brown's on here twice. Oh yeah. Yes, Charlie Brown, and I think Rudolph was actually the other one that's on there twice too. So yeah, that yeah, yeah. Spare those, but yes, Legendary, absolutely, gonna get all passed right, down over get. the years. Glad we conferred on this. Where's Rudolph here? Yeah, no, this, I mean, listen, there, there are huge parts of, of the childhood experience, oh, yeah. you know, the whole Christmas experience as a, as a child. So I think Rudolph yeah, got to be up there. I think my parents watched Rudolph as a kid, if I'm not mistaken, that one's real old. Oh yeah. And even like the original Grinch, like that's so bad. Like, yeah, that's, that's the other thing. We, we had the Grinch on uh, over the weekend and the wife was like, I don't like this one. Like she like, outspokenly was against it and prefers the Jim Carrey one. I, I think mean, that's just a, a banana land take, but I, I you know, she's pregnant. She can do it. You know. I, I mean, I like the original one, but I, I mean, I, one's like a feature length film. The other one's like 45 minutes, if I'm not mistaken. So I don't know. I have, I, I like them right. both. I have, I like them both. And I've actually seen the, uh, the other one, the, the like the, not the, the, the it's a different. The animation. Benedict uh, Cumber, yeah. Cumberbatch one, the DreamWorks one. Yeah. 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 That, that one's fine. Like I don't want to bring that up in our conversation. I don't have enough of a strong take on that. The Grinch is represented enough on here, you know. Yeah, hundred percent. But that knocks out four. Um, so glad we glad we sorted that one out together. What do you got now? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go jingle all the way. Mm. Uh, a great Sinbad Arnold Schwarzenegger collaboration here, uh, and I'm gonna put this as a, in a good movie. Almost great. It's almost in the Christmas rotation. I think it's just missing, but. I, I wouldn't be besmirch anyone who has this in their Christmas rotation. Mm. But a kid wanted an action figure. Who hasn't wanted that? The father-son relationship. There's a little bit of divorce dad going on there. So yeah, that that plays a funny role. Yeah. Um, you know, there's so all that kind of comes comes into a good spot. Yeah. I think it, I I so I remember seeing this as a kid and I kind of like was like, oh, okay, it's cool. You know, didn't didn't move the needle for me necessarily, but I'm not gonna talk this one down i don't i don't know where i'm gonna use any vetoes necessarily west i mean maybe i move something up i don't think i'm gonna move any of your things down though perhaps i'm just blessed with the christmas spirit today making all the right moves it is tis the season um <laughs> well looking at the list that i have for ones that um for for the ones that i have that i want to weigh in on i know scrooge is one that you like don't have much of a take on so i'll handle mm-hmm. that because i think the rest of the ones that i have like we both are going to have opinions since that makes sense but scrooge um obviously of a very different time. There's definitely things that happen in this movie that uh, wouldn't happen in movies today. I don't think um, still, I enjoyed it. Um, you know, this is like Bill Murray. Like I know for my dad is like, Oh, it's Bill Murray. Like he's great and everything. Like, you know, he loves him. 
Um, for me, it's like I think number fifteen on my all-time Christmas movies list. Okay. So I, I don't. I would definitely not legendary. Definitely not bad or below. I just between good and great, it's kind of in that middle range. I think I'm gonna put it in good. I like it. I haven't. It's, you said great. Got to be in rotation. Scrooge is not in my rotation. Okay. So good enough. Okay. Great. All right. All right. I'm, I'm oh, good, good with that here. No good. Just good. I, I good. I got it. Sorry. No, that's 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 good. That's good stuff there. Is it? Um. Or great. Let's see. All right. I'm going to do this here too. I'm going to. Might force you to make a move here. Mm. Not in my Christmas rotation. Uh, again, feel like it's lacking in the Christmas spirit overall. Not sure if this is a Christmas or a Halloween movie, so oh, I, I'm not going to keep it as a Christmas movie. Nightmare Before Christmas, bad. Oh, wow. Okay. So I just I, don't don't care for it. It creeps me out. The animation creeps me out. I never got the obsession with Jack Skellington. Mm-hmm. I always thought the people who found him to be. Uh, cute or handsome or hot or whatever sexy i thought i felt i thought those people were weird they Mm. generally hung out in hot topic and had chains connecting to their uh pant legs so Mm. didn't need that in my life okay so i didn't i actually didn't see this movie as a kid it wasn't until i met lauren that i saw this movie talk about how she culture okay um so do we have to because i I, this is a leader or like you know in the clubhouse to, to get moved do i have to wait or can I? Yeah, well, let's wait till we're done here to make all of our moves. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like a plan. I couldn't remember if you if you didn't like this one or not, but I I knew you'd seen this one. All right. Well, you know what, Wes? I'm gonna give an addition to the bad category. I don't think I can put this in horrible. I don't think that's fair. Mm, you know what? Horrible is all by. It's only got one in there now. Is that Fred Claus? It's in there now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which you could argue that could go in trash, honestly. Um. Yeah, I'm going to put the Polar Express in there. And this is, you know, mm. in part because the, well, for actually, what am I saying? The animation in this, totally right. not for me. No, not a fan. And it's a dark movie, like visually. So it's just, it's it didn't, the, the way the animation is done, didn't really care for that. Um, and I just never understood the fascination with the Polar Express. Like even as a kid. Oh, when the- I love the Polar Express as a kid. I love mm. that book so much. I was obsessed. And in hmm. fact, I'm sorry to, to draw, cut you off there. Please? Right at the canal, right at the railroad bridge, they have a, the Cape Cod dinner train that runs in the summer. But in the wintertime, they turned into the Polar Express. Okay. I can appreciate that. I absolutely can. Like, especially, you know, holiday season and everything like that. But just like from a movie perspective and from a story perspective, it's just like it never even as a kid. It's like, okay, like whatever. And then from a movie, it's like I don't I don't like it. Like, so- Oh, it captured me. It so what the movie? I was disappointed by the movie. I no, uh, no, no, the movie didn't do it. The book, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm one of sure. those. Yeah, the children's book was way better than the children's movie. Jeez, Wes, you found a new <laughs> level. <laughs> I thought I was bad with the comics, are better than the movies. Oh yeah, God. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> All right, horrible it is. Yeah, horrible. That yeah, that's a, that's a good call there. Um. Okay, this is going in the great category. This is uh, one of my all-time just favorite movies. Um, it's it's the Santa Claus. Uh, this I... is in the rotation. Uh, I understand it may not be legendary, but this is a personal favorite of mine. I'm not ready to call it legendary. Really? But this is uh, yeah. I think it's in that that Christmas Vacation. I'm, I'm trying to oh. think if it were for me, it's a legendary movie. 
Okay. However, I mean, I, uh, listen, I mean, am I, should, I, should I put it up in the legendary? I think you should. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to waste All a right. veto on it. But, like, it's, I mean, dude, okay. I, this was, like, when we talk, again, when you talk about movies that you watch every year, this growing up was absolutely in my rotation. You know, now I'm in a point where we're, I'm re- readjusting my rotation, obviously, with Lauren and everything. Sure. But, like, Santa Claus is a great one. And I feel like I wa- we watched it last year because we did the whole uh, the episode on it last year, if I'm not mistaken. No, absolutely. I love it. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I, I was just – it's, it's a great movie, but I just wasn't sure if it's as universally accepted as a, as a legendary one. Yeah. Because, again, I feel like everything that we've had in there – um, is kind of like an older grandfathered in type of title. This one's like mm. a little bit more new. Although Christmas Story, I think, was a '90s movie, but no, yeah, it might be. Yeah, actually, I never thought about that. I don't know when that came out. Um, but Wes, like, it's your favorite. Like, I, I know, I know. That was I was trying to be too democratic there. I should have just one full dictator. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, so Santa Claus, legendary, right where it belongs. Um, mm-hmm. Well, the ones that I okay, let's see here. Um, well, you know, what? I'm just gonna add another one to legendary uh, Elf. I don't think much mm. needs to be said about Elf when it when it comes to the quality of this as a Christmas movie. I mean, this is from like our this is our generation's like like Christmas movie masterpiece. Like I know the Santa Claus came out when we were kids, but this came out in Will Ferrell's prime. And when you look at all the awesome movies that he's had over the years, I know he's had some more clunkers of late, but. You know, this elf, I think, gets lost in it. Like when you're talking about just Will Ferrell movies in general, because he has certain movies of a certain ilk. But then when you if you look at his whole filmography and then again, when you start factoring Christmas, it's like Elf might be his most loved movie of all time. It, it spans the biggest, you know, it's the most obtuse how about that? It's not his most obtuse bandwidth. It's got the most obtuse bandwidth wow, there. I, I, you're I agree with you though. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling pretty acute right now. Um, you're, you're damn cute, that's for sure. Oh, there we go. There mm-hmm. we go. But no, this I I agree with you. This this kind of um, really captured everyone's attention. Maybe again, low expectations. I'm not sure what people were really thinking when they saw Will Ferrell in yellow tights and a hat. You know, like this mm-hmm. was like, all right, what what are we doing here? I actually. When I saw this first come out, I, I thought this was going to be like him selling out, almost mm. like a Fred Claus type of a situation. But mm-hmm. it didn't have that effect, right? It was the exact opposite. In fact, it probably inspired one too many Fred Clauses. And that's probably <laughs> the issue there mm-hmm. um, because he pulled it off in only like a way that Will Ferrell can. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a legendary, absolute rotation. Um, there's so many um, things like, sayings and you know uh they're just kind of worked its way into the vernacular so yes and i'm almost i mean you said a throne of lies is probably the gift that i use the most from this and i would imagine i'm not in the minority there um <laughs> and then uh what is it zoe Deschanel too as a as a blonde yeah. which mm-hmm. i don't know if you've ever seen her as a blonde outside of this yeah that's exactly so that was nice so for all those fresh fetish freaks out there you know you get to see the blonde well there's um, that too <laughs> it definitely threw me off yeah. seeing her as a brunette years later because I was like, wait a second, is this wait, that's the same person? It took me a long time to put two and two together. Right, right. Um, should we group home alones together? Do you think they're deserved to be separate? Because I think they, there's I a think, couple of takes here. I think they could be separate. I I would put them in the same category personally. Um, I had a feeling you were gonna put them separately, so do we'll see. I see I, I'm gonna do Home Alone 2 is great. Mm, saw that one coming. Yep. 
Had a it's a great movie. It just lacks a little bit of that again that Christmas that Christmas spirit structure that the first one has. Because listen, you can't you can't lose the kid twice on the same trip, mm. same type of trip, and then be like, "Hey, I still love you, kid." You know, at a certain <laughs> point, only once, only twice. Yep. It's my fault, right? It's a, can't get fooled again. This is this. Yeah. He, yeah. Um, however that saying goes. Yeah. I mean, I, I love this one and honest to God, like I, you know, when I want to rewatch a home alone, I'm more inclined to watch this one. I think the pranks are better. I understand like the other ones, the original and Lord knows we've had plenty of arguments about that stuff. Did we actually do an original versus sequel for this? Yeah, we have, right? Oh, we sure did. Yeah. This yeah. is one of the better ones I think we've done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like it's, I, I love the first one and obviously it's just, you know, it's, totally it's its own thing and amazing but um to me like when i'm watching this is a comedy i'm here for the pranks and you know i want more david stern of course too. i love him i think he's fucking hilarious um he gets a i feel like he gets a little bit more uh he's a little bit more at the forefront in this movie than joe pesci um was at least when you compare the first when you compare it to the other movie so that's a big one for me um so yeah this is i i i, I if i get him you know, this might get moved up by me Okay. All right. We'll see here. What do you, what do you got for me? Uh, well, I'll just get the other one out of the way while we're here. Uh, home alone is obviously legendary. There's no questions asked. I mean, it's just I, as much as I like home alone two more than the original home alone. Like you don't home alone is, I mean, it has to be the, it's one of the most popular Christmas movies of all time. Everybody loves it. And I understand the respect it gets over the second one, but you know, whatever, but still legendary movie, regardless of how I feel about the second one. Absolutely. No, nothing else needs to be said. Legendary. It, mm -hmm. Just befitting of the tier that it's in. Yep. 100%. Um, let's see here. Now, this is not in my not in my rotation, and I, but I recognize this as a Christmas movie more than some other ones here. Okay. And it's a good one. It's a classic. Gremlins. In fact, this came up in the group chat just the other day. Um, I believe this this or what was the other movie that, that sparked a PG-13 rating? Oh, shoot. We were yeah. just talking about it in the group chat. And it was this one and then another movie that was – maybe it was like Indiana Jones. Yeah, it was Indiana Something Jones. Like yeah, Temple of Doom, I think, right? Because that mm -hmm. was PG-13. Yeah. They yeah. both were, were PG or like right on that line. And this one, they're released like back-to-back -back weeks or something like that. Interesting uh, stuff. Christmas movie, it's good, not in the rotation. I respect it for what it is. Mm. So, yeah, and I got it's, it's a shame. Like the, when I look at this list and there are some movies I haven't seen, I feel like there's some like okay, I'm never gonna see them. This is one I, I, I should have seen. It's it's a shame that I haven't. Um so, but so well, I you're not I gonna got, see Santa with muscles. No, I'm not. Or <laughs> um what's there's that what is that? Uh is that a Kurt Russell? santa movie too that's another one that came out like in the past few years i think no oh yeah that was kind of recently actually yeah yeah christmas now christmas chronicles um again talk about movies that we've only seen once but my list is kind of starting to run short on the movies that i've seen from this we've, we're pretty far into this um jack frost it's this uh mm. michael keaton movie and i do like this but i don't have like these crazy memories i've only seen it once maybe twice um, but because my list is short, I got to have something to throw in here, Wes. I'm going to put it in the good category because I don't remember disliking it. Um, I do remember it was solid, but I don't, it didn't overwhelm me to the point where it's like, I got to go back and watch it over and over. Okay. I have no beef with this. I, I have no comment. Oh, I haven't watched it. 
So. Oh, well, there we go. So I think Billy's a big fan. So I hope it pisses you off, Billy. Okay. All right. There you go. Christmas. Um, no one really wants to touch this one, huh? Because I'm running out of movies that I've seen as well. I got only two left on my uh, docket because you said we're saying no to Santa Claus 3. So I have Santa Claus 2 and then I have, I believe, one more because then we need to get in more Grinch stuff. I'm not going to do SpongeBob. I don't remember that. Yeah, Never I'm done. Give me your last two picks. All right, we got Santa Claus 2 and we got Die Hard. Um mm-hmm. so what do you wait, well, Santa Claus 2? I don't like I don't really remember it. Like it's I, I don't remember it being bad. I wasn't that the one where we had to get the wife? I, I don't respect it as canon. I just respect it as a solo movie. And I don't respect the, <laughs> the trilogy. So I, don't, I don't acknowledge it. You're the Santa Claus guy. So where do you want to put it? I, I ne- I never seen it. I, I don't acknowledge it as canon. I, this is like this is how like some people feel about Rings of Power or um the House of the Dragon. No, it's not it's not my Santa Claus. But it's it's it is literally the same guy. And it's different. There's a different feel to it. You can oh. tell. One has a one has a uh made for theater production value and the other two Although they may have been released in theater, I'm not sure. Have a made-for-TV type production value, and, oh. and I think that shows. And forgive okay. me for having a little bit of a higher standard in my expectations for Tim Look Allen as a Santa Claus. Wow! Look at you. I did not know this. All right, so we'll put it in the bad category because I don't have that <laughs> negative feelings for it. But um, even though you haven't seen it, I'll put it there. All right, that leaves us with the with Die Hard. I mean, if we don't put this in legendary, I feel like we're doing it wrong, right? Uh, no, I, I refuse to acknowledge this as a, this is your choice. You put it where you want. I mean, uh, I'm putting it in good. Cause it's a Christmas as a Christmas movie. It's, I'm putting it in good. I mean, I don't particularly like, I like Die Hard. I don't, I'm not like over the moon about it. Although I am excited for what is it? Home Alone meets Die Hard. This, um, David Harbour movie that's coming out. Oh yeah. No, it's, it's Crashmore. Uh, that's what it is. Yeah. Yes. I am excited for that. That's that so could stupid. be, and again, I think that might be one of those like bad Santa things, but I don't mm. know. Who knows? What do I know? All right. I think um, I got, I have, I have a little bit of pushback with Die Hard here because it's a okay. good movie, but I don't want it anywhere on my holiday list. Mm. Well, then I guess you can use your veto. Well, yeah, we're going to have to, we'll, we'll figure it out here. Okay. I think we're, we're, we're good. I think we've got everything yes. else that we've seen, right? Yes. Yeah. So we have two vetoes and two stamps. Um, I went first last time, I believe, when we did the MCU one last week. So you can go first. Okay. So I am going to stamp the night before. Okay. Keep it in great. All right. I'm going to tell you that was a waste um, because I wasn't touching it. Um, I am going to move the Nightmare Before Christmas up to good and stamp it. To good. And stamp all for my it. Oh, for all our okay. hot topic listeners out there. We, I got you guys. Okay. Okay. Um I am. Let's see. I'm gonna move the Grinch down to good. Okay. Yeah, the live action Jim Carrey Grinch. Okay. I'm gonna move that back up to great and stamp it. Boom, roasted. <clears throat> I'm very pleased with how this okay, works out. So, All right. So you got a stamp and a veto. Although you don't need to stamp yeah, now. 
I'm going to move it back down to good and stamp it. No, I stamped it when I moved it to great. Oh, fuck. Yeah. That's yeah. It. I was waiting for you to say it. And like, you were clearly done with your mm-hmm. turn. It's like picking up the, the piece off the chessboard. Once I pick my finger up off of it, you know, that's exactly, exactly. I, you know, that's all right. So then I'll put, I'll put good. I'll put die hard down to bad and stamp it then. Okay. <laughs> I'm fine with that. <laughs> I have no problem with that. It's such a I have no real dog in that fight. Like I don't care. Like it's it's just it's You're just thing. you just threw a landmine causing chaos. You're the Joker right now. Yes, yeah. I I was trying to I gotta make you we gotta make each other make moves here and there because uh I know, I know it. Yeah. So but that is I'm pretty happy with our list. I mean it's Christmas too, so we're a lot more positivity. We should have more in the legendary category, but we definitely had a fair amount of negativity, and I'm sure stuff we left off the list would belong in there too. Oh, yeah, absolutely, though. But I don't think we missed too much. So we have um, – what is this? There's this one that we uh, – uh, I, I can't I can't read the name. Love but... Actually? It's Love Actually. That's a big one that we missed. Ah. Uh, some people might love uh, Ernest Saves Christmas. Yeah. Or that's... Trading Places. Yeah, Trading Places. I feel like I've seen part of that but not all of it. But Ernest Loves Christmas, I think, that might, like, I think that's our dad's generation might like that one a lot, I think. Yeah, I mean, I grew up on those. My brother probably like was not our dad. I mean, I that's think that's like, it's like uh, Keith's, like the forty-year-olds, like that 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 mm. type of generation. Gotcha. Okay. I don't know if yeah. he's forty, but you, you know what I mean, like that. Yeah, like older thirties, late early thirties. Yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Billy. All right, I think that's it. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a screenshot of this. Nice. And we'll put, uh, we'll put this out on on the the Twitter, and we'll we'll see what you think. You know, yeah. what the Very people exciting. think. I am excited to see because there's definitely going to be some pushback on some of these, but uh, that's what we want. We want to hear your input. So I swear to God, though, if anybody complains about the Muppet Christmas Carol, I'm going to punch you in the face. Um, <laughs> not Wes. I'm going to punch whoever that is in the face because um, Elon Musk allows me to do that on Twitter now. Um, yeah, all right. You can do it. You can absolutely. That, you're paying for it. That's true. Uh, that, uh, But that does it for our tier rankings, Wes. So time to turn to the Discharge Depot. Yes. Yeah. All aboard. Grab your tickets. I really got a pee, so I'm doing the pee dance here. I don't have oh, much enthusiasm. I'm sorry. Boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> that's that's okay. So I'll keep mine quick. Uh, finally watched everything everywhere all at once, and the hype is friggin' real. Wow. Now, was- did you did you pay for it to pay for the rental on Amazon Prime, or is it free right now? Nope. We had it. Uh, I think we have Showtime. It's Paramount um, Plus. Like, Oh, uh, yes. okay. So we know someone who has Paramount Plus, and then it's through Showtime, which... We don't. They don't have Showtime, but somehow we weasel our way into getting the movie. So I don't know. I like that. Okay. Well, that's that's good. It's a little ingenuity in the Fryer household. I appreciate that. I do want to see that though. So that that was good. It lived worth, up to worth, it. Worth your time. Yes. It's the action, dude. The like the martial arts action in this thing is is insane. Definitely gonna so need to- better or worse than Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness. I, I heard there was a lot of comparison. Uh, 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 better. Yeah, their okay. multi their multiverse stuff is a lot. Like it's you got to be locked in. Don't like don't do your normal like pregame routine for movies. Like be locked in for this because it's okay. it's Maybe well I, done, but it's you know subtitles. Too. I disagree. If we're dealing with multiverse crazy forms of alternate reality, I think that's not. Okay. I think that's bad advice. You might you might like it more. I'm just saying like they like they are very particular in how they explain things. And I'm just worried. I just wonder if you're going to miss something. That's all. 
What are you calling me stupid or something? No, because I'm talking. I'm being discreet <laughs> about your pregame routine for the people who aren't aware. It's all legal. I can do whatever I want. That's this fine. is true. Yes, this is true. Um, I'm curious. Does anybody watch everything everywhere all at once while they're high? Because I'm curious how that that's impacted your viewing process. I'm sure they had. I'm sure they had no problems following it. Maybe you're right. Do you'll prove me wrong, Russ. I want to hear. Listen, I'm a citizen scientist. I'm doing experimentation uh to see like that that's my that's my scientific method there mm. the that's control right. and the variable and then see how both are interpreted that's all that's what our show should really be like finding a way for us to review movies while you watch them while you're high and then i watch them while i'm not and then just see how where the differences are and we just watch two completely different things yes. i feel like that's sometimes what happens <laughs> That may very well be actually. That's a good point. That should be part and, of it. When it comes to She Hulk, I feel like that's why I feel like sometimes we just watch two different shows. I Except mean, I, I was I the high one. I was the high one when Walt. Well, we just have two two very different opinions. That's all. Yes. Uh, but well, that's part of the change my mind part, I guess. But I mm-hmm. uh, there we go. It comes back to it. Why we have a podcast to begin with. Yes. Nick, uh, what did I do this weekend? Yeah. Um, not a whole lot. Oh. Not a whole lot, actually. Just kind of hung out, you know? Good food, good family, good football. That's it. Mm, That's it. Yep. Just staying fresh, getting ready. You know, about four and a half months uh, from now, I'll be having a boy or a girl find out in a couple weeks uh, mm. what that is. So just, mm. just gearing up. Nice. Stacking bread, making moves. Yes, making sure you're ready for the snow. Cutting cheddar. <laughs> Yeah, okay. and, that, and that too. Yeah, that's probably going to smell bad if you cut cheddar. But yeah, you, know, um, you want to stack cheddar, of course. Mm. Uh, okay, well, since you got to do the P dance, I'll take us quickly into this week in Dork. Hashtag Dork is doing Andor, Mac and Goo are, uh, they just did a two parter on uh, what have you been watching lately? So they got a ton of stuff mm. they've been catching people mm-hmm, up on. Mm-hmm. People for Communism and Podcasts are continuing their protests on podcasting. Uh, TLDR, we are, Joe's talking about that Texas blood from Image Comics, and I'm talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder in Hell. And uh, speaking of Joe, I've heard it both ways. Uh, season five, episode eight of Psych is their uh, topic of discussion to this week. And then streamers, okay. uh, it looks like hashtag dorks back to streaming some stuff because Rich Keefe got a PlayStation 5. Uh, so you can catch that over on their YouTube page. And you got Shime Time uh, on, uh, on Twitch and then at Backcracker on Twitch as well. But that does it for us. TBD for next week. Wes, you got to get going. Yeah, I got a P. So TBP, uh, same Bat time, same bat place, or new bat time. You know what I mean. I got to pee, okay? Bye.